Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to uh, another podcast, A Godly Disruption, with your host, Jimmy Bayoso. Today, I have a very special guest, a friend of mine. Um, she's a worship leader. She's a youth leader. Uh, she's a pastor's kid. Um, Carla Jimenez, so happy to have Hello. you. Um, welcome <laughs> to the for podcast. Me. For sure. Um, we've also been planning this for a couple of weeks already. And yeah, just I want the audience to get to know you a little bit. Like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, I'm excited to be here. So thank you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I am a, like you said, worship leader, youth uh, leader, PK. Um, and yeah, I grew up in church, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, my pastors became, I mean, my parents became a pastors when I was six years old. So it's been 18 years already. Wow. Um, so been PK basically my whole life. Uh -huh. My parents have always been leaders. They've always been in ministry um, since they came together and even before then. Um, so yeah, my whole life, that's, this is what, this is all I've known, just uh -huh. being in church, um, growing up sleeping at church when we yeah. had visuals like it's just all these things that i, I remember that. like so many memories yeah. um so yeah my love for god has literally been um obviously living growing up in church and seeing my parents dedication to god it's like oh there is a god right like clearly if my parents are so sold out for him mm -hmm. then it's like okay like what what is there to lose yeah. like let me put myself as well and see what you know obviously sometimes we go in for benefits but then later on you just fall so much in love with yeah. him so that's honestly been my whole life is just so falling in love with jesus yeah so good um i wanted to start off with um we were talking about um your healing a healing testimony that you had when when you were six years old i believe yeah, right and here. yeah i want you to share it what god healed you from and what you went through during that time and and now where your faith stands in that. Yeah, I mean, man, I was talking to my mom about this because obviously I was young, but I do have a lot of memory from that moment. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was talking to her about it just to like run me down through um, the specifics. And, um, you know, basically there's there was this um, mass that was beginning to grow on my back. Um, and she took me to the primary doctor um, they thought it was bacteria. We had a pool. A lot of cats would come from the neighborhood. So mm -hmm. they were like, okay, let's treat it. Didn't work out. Went back. Treated it again. So second time they were trying to treat it. Nothing was working. Um, it started to bleed because it itched me so, so, so much wow. that I would wake up bleeding because I would scratch myself as I slept. And I actually do remember uh, the pain. It was like those mosquito bites that you just like kind of your your skin just rips off mm -hmm. from it from scratching so much that's what was happening to me um and so my primary was like okay we got to send you to a dermatologist went to a dermatologist they did some testing they picked out like a little piece of it mm -hmm. and uh they were sent to the lab and when it came back um they kind of just called my mom like hey you need to come in wow. so my mom was pregnant of my youngest sibling we're four so she hauled us all with her to the appointment and um you know she was kind of just feeling all over the place when they told her this and what were you thinking that time were you conscious like oh, i like... actually wasn't she okay. told me like you know i was just a kid running around right. with my siblings type of thing mm -hmm. um i i really don't have much recollect recollection of being at these appointments mm -hmm. all i do remember was the pain that i was feeling from it wow um, and so they kind of just told her it's called uh, histiocytosis, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, there's another term for it um, nowadays, but um, uh, basically one in a million in that time. So about some like wow. over 15, 18 years ago, yeah. um, they were like one in a million. I'm not really sure how much the statistics are now, um, but yeah, that lucky <laughs> that lucky girl who ended wow. up getting it um, and there was not much um, much information on it. All they knew was an, an overproduction of white cells, basically, and had to do with the immune system and um, all of that matter. And uh, it was treated like cancer, basically. So they said, hey, we don't know what this is. We don't know how to treat it. Um, you need to, like, go find a specialist. So we went back the same day to our primary doctor, 
and um, they at were at this point. How big was it? Um. Oh yeah, it was the size. It was bigger than a quarter, basically. Wow. It was like my mom said it was kind of. I mean, I still have the the scar. The, the scar there. I mean, that's literally. Um, literally for testimony yeah. um, but it's basically this bigger than a quarter almost the size of those one dollar um, oh, coins yeah, yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know so something like that and uh she they, they they said hey we're sending you to a specialist a top-notch specialist in new york city for this um and insurance doesn't cover it but we want the best for your daughter mm-hmm. And they were amazing with my mom. She said they were calling every every wow. week to make sure. Um, and she calls my dad. My dad's working at this point. Um, we were just beginning, um, or we were about to start. Pa- actually, no, we were pastoring already. They were wow. we were just starting actually. So it was kind of just like that attack, or like right mm-hmm. when we started. Um, and so my dad like tells, breaks down the news, and he's kind of just like silence 30 seconds she said just silence and then he goes it's okay like we're 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 gonna go we're gonna pay for it but we're going to anoint her with oil when i get home and but what were the doctors already telling you that it was like what were the consequences like what was the consequences long term of that long term um when we went to the specialist mm-hmm. um they they did a comparison of the the test from the dermatologist mm-hmm. and they found out it was the same and they were saying that um basically my organs would could shut down and or would shut down eventually wow. and just pass away basically like it wow. was just gonna just take over my mm-hmm. body imagine a little six five six year old girl just wow. her body being like sucked by this um disease that they call like that's cancer like um mm-hmm. so they wanted to treat it with uh with chemo wow um and so my dad takes me they give me medication for this this is a lapse of nine to 12 months mm-hmm. and so um my dad like they just refused to give me the medicine and my dad wow. literally would just anoint me with oil so every good. single night every single night pour the oil just pouring the oil wow. um and yeah, that was that was a process at, for myself. Um, I remember waking up every night crying because of how much it itched me. Wow. And I would remember my bed being filled with blood wow. because of that. And um, I remember my dad. I mean, there's so much that I, as a little girl, that was imparted into my life. Like, I, I remember this so vividly how um, my dad was like, let me see it. Let me see it. Or And he would take me to the bathroom and like stand me up on the sink so I can see the mirror. And he'd be like, Carla, look, look, look. And I'd be like, no. And, you know, I'm talking Spanish. Papi está feo. Like, it's so ugly. I don't want to look at that. Um, and he would be like, look, because God is going to heal you. Wow. He would say it like that. And I remember. And he instilled that faith in me as a little wow. girl. Like, that's one thing that I remember. And I think about every day is the faith that was instilled in me as a little girl from my father. And every person that would come, you know, my family was praying. People were praying. And um, I would be like, look, look to my grandmother, my uncle, my aunts. Like, look, look, it's ugly, but God is going to heal me. And I decided and I began to declare that those words over my life. It's ugly, but God is going to heal me. And... um, someone before i even forget this is so key um someone that was from the church um when we started called my mother and she's an intercessor she's still in church with us 18 years later and she's like pastora like pastor what's going on because i was praying for you guys and god took me to um the story of lazarus Mm. and that's in john 11 where I just want to pull it up real quick mm-hmm. because it's so good. And basically where where God is saying, you know, this is not for death, but for, for my glory. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And yeah, he's literally he was this says. But when Jesus heard it, he said this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God wow. so that the son of God may be glorified through it. Wow. And instantly my mom was like. It, it was a shift in her. She said, okay, we're going to get through this. This is going to, this is going to, we're going to, she's going to be healed. Um, 
and again imagine just a mother like her first daughter just yeah. like that's that's really that's harsh great. and they took that word and they believed it with with all their might um and she has a song that's how great you are mm -hmm. you do miracles so great yes. and she says she never sang that song again the same way wow she said i took that to my heart and 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 she said that god was like you've known me as a provider as a father but you're gonna know me now as a as a healer Come and on. she never sang that song the same way again she said she she just took that to heart and um yeah we we believed it and um when months passed by my dad took me back to the specialist my younger brother was born by that time and um yeah the they did the examine one more time and the levels were all normal after that and they were like how is this possible wow and my dad was like my dad's crazy i mean yeah. you know him he's mm -hmm. like i know what that was i yeah. know what that was and wow. it was literally the anointing me with oil every night that was the that was what we believed that's wow. what they believed and i and i declared it as that young age like god will heal me god will heal me it's ugly but god is gonna Amen. heal me well, so yeah well, can you tell maybe people that are listening to us that are maybe battling with a sickness, a disease, an infirmity, and they're seeking for healing? You know, a lot of times that I always say this, like the the God, the Jesus that we talk about is not just one that we read about the Bible and that's it. You know, mm -hmm. he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same one who healed back then is the same God who heals now. And he continues to do miracles yeah. because there's this belief that you know miracles and healings that was all just back in the day god can't do it now anymore yeah. but you're you're a walking testimony of what it is to be healed by the power of god so what well, can you tell someone who is dealing maybe with a sickness and needs healing in their life yeah i mean what you said was spot on a lot of people think like that has seized and it's mm -hmm. like no like i i'm a living testimony my siblings also have dealt, my family has dealt with so many sicknesses and we've seen God's hand over and over and over again um, and through family members. And, you know, it's it's walking by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking about that slow process mm -hmm. of healing and, and everything like that. And um, I mean, we're going to get more into that, but man, I just encourage you to just stay hold on draw near to god and he's going to draw near to you he's yes. going to reveal himself to you um that i guess that's one such a big prayer where um you need to understand the process that god wants to take you there's some people that i've seen that god they need that instant healing to believe and mm -hmm. um you know I, I always think about that i'm like there's people where we see the miracle happening right then and there but then there's also a process that sometimes god wants to take us through especially when we're um, when we've already been in church our whole lives, right? I feel like that's where I've been in, in a mo in a season where it's like God is kind of just testing us to see how far deep are we going to believe and go yes. and seek him in intimacy. Um, because there is a process that God wants to take you to, to be restored, to, to show himself to you. It's to reveal Christ in such a great, a greater way than what you've ever experienced him before. Um, and so I just encourage you to continue seeking God, to continue to believe, um, to continue to have faith in him because it is only through him that we can live through the afflictions of this world. Um, there is no going back. There is only moving forward and being focused and seeking um, the truth in which the Bible has says that by his stripes we have been healed. Yes. Like That's literally it. He did it on the cross. And I think something key that you said was that, you know, your healing wasn't instantly. Mm -hmm. It was a progressive healing. You know, and I think a lot of people sometimes get discouraged yeah. when someone comes and prays for them, you know, and they don't get healed. But something also that you did was that you started declaring it too, you know, and the Bible says, I believe in the book of Proverbs, that life and death are in the power yes. of the tongue. Yes. And I think that our confessions are so big, you know, that our con God wants us to declare healing, declare the word of God. And I think a lot of people need to learn to do that mm -hmm. is like, just because you have a symptom doesn't mean you're sick. You know, in the midst of the symptom, continue declaring God's healing power because yeah. that's what you were doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm pretty sure you were still itching yourself. I'm pretty sure yeah. there was like sometimes still blood on on the bed, but you kept continuing declaring, yeah. you know, God's goodness and God's healing power. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. I mean, literally, I, I, I laugh because I'm like, I'm a little girl 
who literally by her father just was impacted by this faith that yeah. he had. He's a man of faith. You know my dad, he's a man yeah. of faith. And I feel and like I felt that just being trust trespassed, I mm -hmm. guess, and just um uh, pierced, I guess is the mm -hmm. word, into my life. Wow. Um and so I feel like if you're going through something, um, go get someone who you can stand on top of their faith. Wow. Someone who is just a person of faith that you're like, yo, this person is like unshakable and believes God to the very end. And if you're going through something that's so fatal, um, as my sickness was, like my organs were going to be destroyed. Um, look for someone who can uplift you in those moments and can walk with you in that in that in in that process and be like when when you d decide to declare like you said like declare something that's contrary to what the word of god has said you know no there's going to be that person that's there to know this is what the this is what the word of god says yes he is true what he says his word is life and and just impart life into your body into your mind into your spirit into your soul um into your emotions like do not do not be subjective mm -hmm. to um to what you are seeing to what your emotions are saying because like you says there there is there is a reality mm -hmm. and um we're living in that reality but let's not conform to that reality yes let's step out in faith let's believe let's declare let's proclaim Jesus's name mm -hmm. um and yeah like yeah so much no um i think something that you said was was very powerful was I was actually talking with your brother on the podcast, mm -hmm. the one that I did with him, when, you know, the woman, uh, the girl who was who was dead, but Jesus, she was sleeping. Yeah. And it's oh, one yeah. thing that caught my attention so much, and that is that when Jesus went to go pray for her, the Bible says that there were people crying in the room mm -hmm. and everything, and he kicked everyone out. In other words, I was like, man, like, let no one contaminate your faith. You know, because yeah. a lot of times when we're dealing with sickness, pain, or even an addiction or something, yeah. you need to put yourself around people who are filled with faith because a lot of times the enemy will use people to bring our faith down. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you're not healed. Yeah. You know, like people were selling, were telling Jesus, she's not sleeping. Like they were, they were laughing at him. Mm -hmm. Like, like, are you not looking at it? Like she's dead, you know. Yeah. But we need faith people around us, you know, like build ourselves, you yeah. know, in faith with others. And I do believe it's God's will to heal. Yeah. You know, if not, then he would have never went to the cross. That's mm -hmm. one of the things that I, even Isaiah said, and I believe in first or second Peter, it said by his stripes, yeah. we are healed, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, if there's someone watching us that are, is dealing with sickness, pain in their body, yeah. it's the will of God for you to be healed. It's not the will of God for you to be in sickness. Mm -hmm. It's not the will of God for you to be in pain. The will of God is for you to be healed. You know, we even see through scripture when Jesus was here on earth. And he said, and they were all healed. You know, every time he would pray for them, I said, and they were all healed. And many people are like, oh, but that was Jesus. Well, he did it with the apostles too in the book and of Acts. And we will do greater things. And we will do yeah. greater things, he said, yeah. You know, we see in the book of Acts too when the apostles were praying for the people, the Bible says, and they were all healed. It's God's will for us to be healed, yeah. you know. But I think our confession is so strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and I like it because like in uh, when you continue in the chapter of John 11, um, He's, you know, telling the disciples, he's saying, oh, he's Lazarus is asleep. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go to wake him up. Yeah. Um, And they're like, OK, Lord, but if he's asleep, then why are we like, let him rest? And he's like, plain and simple, guys, he's dead. Yeah. But it's for your belief. It's yeah. for you to believe, for you to see, the glory for you to see it. Um, and I think like that's so key where it's like God is just trying to have you see it and experience mm. him in such a powerful way yeah. where it doesn't matter how long it takes it's going to happen no matter how long the process may be um it's going to happen because yeah. it's for him it's for you to believe like yeah. much more um the power and experience it and experience it in an even greater way because imagine if he would have gone right before Lazarus last breath okay cool like he healed many of people before uh -huh. then but he waited until he was already four days in four the days tomb. like the bible says his body was already like decomposing yeah. And he he still went. He yeah. went. He said, "This is for this is this is for you to believe, like with one hundred your whole heart, one hundred percent, with all your mind, with all your soul, like, um, yeah, like, Amen. yeah, you know, the the world, people outside of the walk of Christ, they they believe a lot of manifestation, manifestation, manifestation. You know, you gotta manifest things. You gotta <laughs> manifest things. And I always believe that a lot of people they just put biblical practices." 
into into motion without them even mm -hmm. knowing you know like people talk about manifest it's like well the bible says that you know there is power of yeah. life and death in our mm -hmm. tongue you know jesus said if we speak to that mountain yeah. it will move like yeah. if we speak to it so much power in our mouth yeah. you know and you know the bible also says whatever you sow you will reap yeah. as well you know so um i don't believe in manifestation i believe in the power of god i believe that if there's power in my mouth you know the book of psalms says like open your mouth and he will fill it so i believe when we yeah. open if we open our mouths god's gonna fill it and declare healing yes, you know amen. and something that you even said when you were just declaring declaring healing over your life i encourage people if you're if you're right now like dealing with sickness or pain in your body i always tell them this like google healing bible verses just declare it write them it. down yeah memorize them like something my dad did when he first came to christ and he was battling with a sickness he said that he would grab um piece of pieces of paper mm. and write them all over his his room wow. and just put healing I scriptures oh you did not with healing bible mm -hmm. verses but it was a time where i was not seeing myself the way that God saw me mm. as his daughter. Wow. So I remember I took a whole bunch of sticky notes. I was around, I was in my teenage years, and I started just sticky, putting uh, sticky note tapes all over my room mm -hmm. because, yeah, like sometimes you just need, you just need to see it, visualize. I'm a visual person, and mm -hmm. sometimes, okay, reading the word, but we get, you know, maybe it just doesn't jump at you until you really just focus on that one thing. And our focus is Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, that's that's our one number one focus. And and he is um, he is the word. He is, you know, the the word incarnated. So it yeah. was like just declaring that declaring um, who I am in God and yeah. and 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 seeing the change mm -hmm. in your mindset, the change yes. in the way you talk, in the way you walk, in the way you think about things. Um but that's only if we actually believe it. And I mean, what you're saying is amazing. Just putting it around that you can visually see it um, and and then internalize it in a way that's so profound in your day to day, in your every day. And I mean, as I got ready, I was looking at these sticky notes so good. as I was um, as I was just laying down in my room, reading all these sticky notes. And it just became so true to me. Yeah. Um, and I began to see myself the way that God be like mm -hmm. the way that my creator saw me. Yes. You know, and that's the same way. If you need this for your healing, take all those Bible verses that have yeah. to do with healing and just declare it, declare, declare it and declare it. Um, because, you know, um, it's going to happen to you one day and you're going to need to declare it for someone else another yes. day. And I feel like, and that's, that's happened to me where I, the, the same power, the same resurrection healing power that was, that had um, healed my body when I was younger. Um, there were times where I needed to pray for someone else. Mm -hmm. And with that same faith that I had and just more and more and more learning God's word, learning um, that, that, that revelation that I had with him and that um, encounter yes. that I had with him has helped me and pushed me to now help others to believe and pray for them with okay. with such authority and power as well so yeah, yeah so do good. that <laughs> yeah that's so good because like even if the doctors have told you whatever you have it's it's uncurable and whatnot like even though it may be a fact it's not the truth yeah you know the bible says that god's word is truth you know so just because doctors and people are telling you this that's not the truth the truth is the word of god that by his stripes we are healed mm -hmm. and that christ came and he died and took our infirmities for us and yeah. something that's so good you said was it's not even just for healing it's for any area in our lives that we're mm -hmm. struggling we're dealing with like that's why the word of god changes as it says do not be conformed to this world yes. but, but uh be transformed, transformed by the, the renewing, renewing of the mind and we're only renewed in the mind through his word you know, so talk to me a little bit. Actually, I want to bring that point up that you just that you weren't seeing yourself like how God saw you. You know, I know that there is we're in it. We're in an age right now where everything um, in social media, you got to look a certain way, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. you got so many apps now, Facetune, mm -hmm. all these things, editing yourself and trying to be something. And f and just because other people are looking like that or being that way when it's a false reality i always say this everything you see on social media is not true yeah you know no, it's not i mean there's so many trends mm -hmm. like you know like you were saying right now the way that the your body let's say the way that you look just a few weeks ago there's a whole other trend you know like let's say like in the 90s or something you have to be the skinniest you are right 2000s 2010s 20 like the biggest body out there the best curves 
Late fillers, everything. Yeah, and now we're going back. <laughs> if you see some of these celebrities, they're yeah. going back to being the skinniest version of yeah. themselves. And you're like, well, what's going on? You yeah. can never win. Um, and right. these trends literally mess up with your brain because, mm-hmm. first of all, we don't got the money to keep up with all this. Mm-hmm. You weren't created. You weren't spo- You weren't meant to look that way. You were meant to be and walk in your identity in Christ. And mm-hmm. that's supposed to that's inward. And then it reflects outward because right. that's sometimes what we think. We want to look a certain way, um, especially. Be, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but being a PK and having to portray yourself in a way. So you're working from the outward instead of inward, outward. Like you mm-hmm. need God to deal with what's inside of you to actually wow. be the way that you yes. that you were meant to be. And sometimes growing up in church, um, you're told you have to look this way. You have to be a certain way. And so you work from the outside into the in, into the inside. Mm-hmm. Like you work opposite than what you're called to. Yeah. Like, you know, we're supposed to. Take all the garbage that was that's inside, all the messed up ideas that yeah. we have, and it'll reflect the outside. It will reflect how you are, how you dress, how you walk, how you talk, mm-hmm. how you present yourself. You know, and so for me that was um really big because, you know, I was always called beautiful. I was always told um um just how smart, how beautiful, how how elegant, how um how talented i was Uh but yet for some reason i didn't believe it i wasn't feeling like that Mm. and my emotions said otherwise to me even though that wasn't my mom always says this it's not what you feel because i would always i feel that's that's the mistake you're feeling it don't submit to that feeling that you're that that you're saying that you feel like yes these emotions were created by god but that doesn't mean that that's the the truth right, right now. Sometimes like, the devil messes with or even yeah, our feelings. Exactly, exactly. He knows how to twist it. And literally it's because of our brain. Yeah. And and honestly, um, you know, well, our feelings are honestly just connected into like the thoughts, our mind and mm-hmm. everything like that. So it's like what what we think, honestly, it's what causes us to then yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. So like what are you thinking right now in this moment? Are you thinking the thoughts of what the word says about you? Or are you thinking what other people, other ideas of this world, the garbage of this world, like whatever the the world is throwing at you and that's right. what's making you feel unworthy what's making you feel angry what's making you feel and um um non-acceptant mm-hmm. um and all of these things and yeah I, I just grew up like seeing all these things like social media just bombarding you yeah. with so much and i i thought i was not nothing what god thought of me wow. um and and i became bitter I became mm. bitter towards people I really did and became bitter towards people in my church, my community. I became bitter with everyone because I was bitter with myself. Wow. And that verse that says, I mean, it's such a simple verse, but it became so real to me in that moment where it was like, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. And I was like, no wonder I'm so, I would be like, why am I so bitter to people? And I would (laughs) feel bad after because I'm not that type of person. I'm caring. I'm loving. Um, And I would be and I would be like, why am I, why am I lashing out at people? Why am I being bothered by these things that they do that is simple? And that verse just like came to life where it was like, wow. you're not loving your, you're not loving people as you love yourself because you don't love yourself. Yeah. You're bitter with yourself. Yeah. You're, you're angry with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not at peace with yourself. So because of that, I was angry towards other people. I was annoyed by the things that they did because I was annoyed by things that I did. It, w- it was just this full circle. I was like, whoa, like Holy Spirit really just like, like spoke to me in that moment. It was like, you need to change the way you view yourself. You need to love yourself. You wow. need to be at peace with yourself for you to be at peace with others, for you to love others the way that you love yourself. Um, and God slowly began to just liberate me from all that bitterness that mm-hmm. I had towards myself. And, and then it flowed in the outward. Wow. And that's what I'm saying. You just need to work within so that may flow. Mm. Um, and it's an overflow of yeah. that time that you have with God. And God really took that out of me. And I'm so thankful for wow. that. That's so good. Yeah. There, there's a saying that says, you better fix yourself before you break yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're in a generation right now with social media where it's uh, everything is superficial. Everything is yeah. instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're so worried about the outside and not the inside. Yeah. When even uh, we even see here in the Old Testament where God um, told um, 
can't really remember it right now, where it's like, God doesn't look at the outer appearance. God mm -hmm. looks at the heart, you know? And when we get our heart right, God will fix the outside, you know? And that's why I always tell people when they come to Christ, I'm like, don't worry about how you are on the outside. Or the circumstances. Mm -hmm. and you're not living a lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Or all like the lifestyle. Because people live. get yeah. depressed for that. People get in anxious yeah. with that when they see other people living their best life and you're still, you know, and you're not living that life. And it's like, you know, we we need to be worried about what's in our hearts and inside mm -hmm. our lives and allow God to mold us and allow God to transform our hearts, mm -hmm. you know, and, and don't let the devil lie to you how you look at yourself in the mirror. Something yeah. so funny we were talking about with your brother in the podcast where it's like, even how we look, even the things we are, are all connected to our purpose. No matter how tall, how short, how skinny, how, you know, big you may be, like everything, God uses it for our purpose. Yes. Look at Moses. He couldn't even really talk, you know. And so many other people in the Bible that but, we see that. Mm -hmm. No, but that then is like, that's just God trying to glorify himself. In through that, that circumstance. Through that, because if we had it all figured out, if we if he would be able to speak, then it would be like, oh, it's with Moses' authority. No, it was yeah. with God. We'd boast in ourselves and yeah, not give God any glory. Boast. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're watching us, you know, um, and you're dealing with low self-esteem, you know, you're having the devil throw darts in your mind. And I won't actually touch on this because I heard this 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 past week and it really it really like ministered to me. It's um the number one battlefield that we have. It's our mind. Mm -hmm. That's where the enemy really likes to attack us. It's our mind, because in our mind, that's where actions are then later produced. You know, yeah. it all starts with a thought. Someone who's dealing with suicidal thoughts is not just from one day to the next. I want to kill myself. It right. all started with a thought that they started playing around with. Right. You know, even the way people look, how they call themselves ugly, being someone who worked in the film world, you know, working with models, knowing yeah. that they would literally make themselves be throw up like in order to lose weight, wow. you know, just to be something and for someone to see them or just be somebody they're not. And it all starts with a thought, you know, and many people, they get discouraged in their walk with the Lord when they have bad thoughts. And mm -hmm. I always say this, you can never stop from birds flying over your head. Mm -hmm yeah like but you can definitely stop from it becoming a nest inside your mind yep. you know and that's also and that's so key when i when, when in my walk with christ when i learned that was that sometimes you can't stop bad thoughts because the enemy uses thoughts to get at you right what what you need to make sure to do is not make sure those thoughts to become a nest mm -hmm. To not become to an egg. You got to take Christ. those thoughts captive to yeah. the obedience of Christ. So every time you get negative thoughts about low self-esteem, about how you don't look good or how this other person is living or God's not healing me yet, take those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Yeah. And don't let them become a nest. Don't let them become an egg that later then hatches out and it becomes even worse. Because mm -hmm. if you even look at a person, it all starts with, I look ugly. Mm -hmm. I don't look good. Next thing you know, you're depressed. Right. next thing you know you're anxious yeah. you know next thing you know you want to kill yourself like it all starts little by little yeah. by little until it becomes a big thing so we must deliver our minds yeah. daily exactly take every thought captive daily to the obedience yeah. of christ because the enemy wants to get us some way or somehow mm -hmm. and it's like okay like literally what you're saying some people are like okay how do i do that what what am i supposed to do about it like it's just coming yeah. i can't control it no, that's a lie you can control that it's literally like there's there's steps for us to take mm -hmm. there's a part that the holy spirit is gonna do yes, that's okay but okay now what is there there's a part that you need, you to, need do to do here on right. earth um well there's people out here they're like they're like oh man i can't stop having bad thoughts but i'm like but you're still watching the same yes. stuff you're still yes. looking at the same things like we can come and pray for you and deliver you but if you continue and your own yeah. like going back to the same mess going back yeah. to the same things that make you think like that you're never gonna get delivered mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you have to cut it yeah you know and it's through the power of the holy spirit like you said the word of god says not by might yeah. nor by power but yeah, by, his, by spirit. his spirit yeah mm -hmm. no yeah and i mean um there 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 is power in in our mouth and and we need to just simply like you said take it to the to the feet of jesus mm -hmm. um wholeheartedly want that for yourself as well yeah. um and not like linger not go back and forth we talk about we, mm -hmm. we spoke about that as well like being in the world but not of it and kind of lingering and putting dipping our toes mm -hmm. in that side um and and being you know 
in church but also in the world and it's like that's yeah. a very dangerous game to play yeah um and i mean i'm assuming a lot of people if not everyone has dealt with something mm-hmm. um even if you grew up in church your whole life yeah. like i'm letting you know right now being pk's we're not perfect yeah you know and that was one thing that um that I struggled with also. It was it was just that image that yeah. I wanted to, that I felt like I needed to portray, mm-hmm. that I felt like messed with my mind, mm-hmm. and therefore I thought these horrible things about me because I was like, I'm portraying something I'm not. Mm. And I got tired of portraying this person, this perfect daughter, this perfect PK, only daughter, the eldest daughter right. of my of in my household. So it was like I needed to be perfect. I needed to be um I needed to be um, the most, honestly, that's not normal. That's not a normal teenager, yeah. I feel like, if you're trying to be perfect. Because you're not. We're not perfect. No one is. Um, and it and it got me to this point where I was, like, started to think these things about myself because mm-hmm. I was pretending to be the person I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's okay not to be to the perfection of or of this or of that. Yeah. Um, it's a process. I mean, I was a yeah. 14, like, it was a little girl, like, thinking all these things. Yeah. And, like, it's okay, but how you deal with that, how you react to that can take you into loving God more, seeking God more, being freed from that, or falling into all these other sins right. because of one thought. Yeah. And because I thought I had to be someone yes. that I really wasn't. Yeah. Um, you and know? I always say, like, you can never rebuke what you tolerate. You know, so many of us, we tolerate all these things and then we want to rebuke them. But I'm like, you've tolerated for so long. You got to learn to cut these things. You got to learn to say just to take those thoughts captive. You got to learn to fill yourself up with the word of God, you know, because so many of us, we tolerate all these things. And then once we're like inside that mud in that mess we're trying to rebuke all these things and it's like you have the power now god has given us the power right now to he's given us authority he's given us dominion to say no to these things and 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 to put a stop to these things you know the bible says submit to god resist the devil Mm -hmm. and then he will flee Mm -hmm. yeah and and in galatians 5 1 it says for freedom christ has set us free he set Mm -hmm. us free stand firm therefore and it says do not submit again to the the yoke yoke of slavery slavery. so it's like what are you Mm -hmm. pulling yourself back into again Mm -hmm. like you like you said we can pray for you but like are you falling back into these things and it's okay to have temptations right because like that's normal we're here we're in this world um but let's touch on that real quick um, because people who sometimes they go through deliverance and like mm -hmm. someone prays for them for freedom then they think they were not free because they're still tempted by the same things. Like mm-hmm. temptation does not mean sin. Yeah. Like I think that's so important to clear yeah. up that just because you're tempted does not mean you sins. Right. You know, Jesus himself right. was tempted and he was a perfect man without spot, with no spot, no blemish. Yeah. You yeah, know, the devil himself was there to tempt him. Tempt him. Yeah. So just because you're tempted does not mean, you know, you're sinning. You know, so don't get discouraged if, you know, you're dealing with drugs and, you know, you told yourself you're not going to do it anymore and you declare that you are free. But then the next day you feel tempted to do it again. No, Mm -hmm. in that moment, just ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to give you the strength and the fruits of the Holy, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is self-dominion to say no to those things and put those things away. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's so key. Mm -hmm. No, that's really big because (laughs) you said it so perfectly, Mm -hmm. like people just assume like oh i'm tempted i'm just gonna fall because like i already sinned because i had the thought or because like yeah. you know it's like no don't fall into it call up someone yeah someone who is who who can pray for you right away who can be there that's why we need community yeah. like it's so big mm-hmm. like if you're if like like i said before if you need someone of faith because you're believing in healing okay have that community have that yes. person that you can call on if you're if you're trying to get yourself cleaned mm-hmm. right from from alcohol or from drugs okay then call that person that not that was also delivered from that because i feel like that's also something that yeah they can be tempted with right but someone totally opposite um i mean maybe maybe that person never will fall back into it who knows but Mm -hmm. i feel like we just need to be wise and discern and uh and see the people that god placed in our lives um to help us and to and to to walk with us in, in that in that process that we have mm-hmm. yeah we're, we're not alone we're not meant to do life alone 
We were meant to be in community. We were meant to love one yes. another. We were meant to support. We were meant to comfort one another. Um, and so that is important. Like if you haven't found a community who is there for you, yes. who can, um, who you can always reach out to and is available mm-hmm. to you and, and you can give accounts to, I encourage yes. you to look for that community, especially in this time of COVID. Please like don't stay home and, and look at all these amazing lives. I know find people that you can connect with and, um, and have, uh, fellowship with on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. for your own well-being honestly yeah. yeah and you know i always say this like for those who've gone fishing like temptation is like the hook mm-hmm. you know the devil throws it now you're the right. fish he's trying, to hook you on. Yeah. he's trying to hook you on just because he threw it does not mean you fell now if you yeah. grab it meaning yeah. then you started doing what you were tempted in that's a different story yeah you know yeah. but temptation doesn't equal yeah. sin so yeah. i think that's big because Growing up in church and just you talking to so many people, I think that was so, something so big on people was like, mm-hmm. is that I'm still being tempted? I'm like, well, as long as you're in this body, you're always going to be tempted. Like, yeah. you cannot run away from temptation, yeah. you know, but you can definitely say no to it. So, and, yeah. you know, when you were just brought into it, that Bible verse in Galatians, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, I think this is a call to our generation and a warning, not, not a, a warning and a call that, We need to get serious with the Lord. You know, the Bible talks about in the book of Revelations where God doesn't want us hot. He wants us hot or he wants us cold, but not lukewarm. And it's so strong what it says. How he prefers you to either be with him or or not. Like, he's like, I want definition here. Yeah, but you know what's so strong is what it it says afterwards. He's like, if, like the lukewarm, I spit out of my mouth. Another translation says, I throw it out. I throw it up. You know, and I always ask myself this. I'm like, damn, well, well, dang, well, like, would I ever, like, you know, eat my throw up? Like, no, you know, and as long as we're in this earth, we have an opportunity, you know, God gives us opportunities to get right with him. God is patient. He's merciful, you know, Um, and I believe the times are going to get so much crazier and crazier and evil that even the Bible declares that God even has to shorten the days because even those who are chosen, even though the the elect may fall astray, Mm -hmm. you know, this walk isn't easy. Yeah, it's not easy. You know, it's narrow. I was just going to say that. It's a narrow path. and The Bible says not everyone will enter through it. We need to we need to always keep ourselves humble and and ask the Lord for strength and yeah. guidance. And I believe that's through his word and through the Holy yeah. Spirit that yeah. keeps us like no, that. And it's the renewing of your mind, honestly. Like what is yeah. your what are you thinking about? Where are you fixed? Where are your eyes fixed mm-hmm. on? Um, you know, like literally broad is the the way that leads to destruction literally and, and it's so um, easy to find it yeah and like what it, what it, what are you set on you know like um god's word literally says like your mind if if your mind is set on flesh then that that's death flesh is death oh yeah but like your spirit is life and peace but yes. the spirit is life and peace so it's like what are, are you are you seeking like what are you what are you thinking about every single day of right. your life like you what's know? your goal what are you achieving after it yeah you know, the bible says that like, you meditate know, on his word day and night yes. like literally like that's what we have to mm-hmm. do like that's what i'm like okay god i want to meditate because if not your mind starts going elsewhere literally it wanders the wandering it mind just wanders yeah, yeah it just wanders so it's like okay no like get like you said like let's get bible verses that that can help us fill every single day fill yourself up and just think about it meditate every single yeah. time on and, that and and it's so hard now with social media you know i feel like back in the day was it was a little bit easier but now it's like everything is pops up anything can pop up yeah that's scary yeah it's 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 so um what's the word it's so i feel like congested mm-hmm. like there's so much congestion in like mm-hmm. social media it's it's yeah. crazy um so, yeah, sometimes you just need to disconnect yourself yeah. from what's going on. Like, it's healthy For to sure. disconnect yourself. Um, For sure. See God, pray fast, yeah. um, read his word, because, like, you can, like we need to sometimes detach ourselves mm-hmm. from these things. Because, again, we're here on this earth, and it it's inevitable to... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people who live without social media, but yeah. the grand majority... Oh, and are it, always connected yeah and use social media as well to like for good stuff because mm-hmm. social media is not bad at all bad like you can use it to 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 put positive messages to yeah. preach the gospel so many things and you yeah. know no like what mm-hmm. nemu uh like what he was saying in the podcast mm-hmm. um he was saying how like there's so much garbage but like take the truth take the good out of it take the yeah. good out of it because like we're placed on this earth and 
I feel like that's where our creativeness comes in. Yes. It's like, um, or di- even direction from God where things mm-hmm. are so specific and you see the good and bad. I mean, even when we're talking about manifestation, that was the thought that came to my head. Like we declare the word of God, but like all the rest is garbage. Like this, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. And it's like, take, take what is good from these things. Take, look at the opportunities that mm-hmm. we have, um, uh, to, to reach other people, like through social media is mm-hmm. one of them. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's so key. And, you know, um, to wrap, you know, to wrap it up, um, uh, Galatians, like when you were brought up Galatians, it brought to me this verse where it says in Galatians 5, 16, it says, but I say, walk by the spirit Mm -hmm. and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So in order for us not to gratify the desires of the flesh, we need to walk in the spirit. And many people, hmm? it's against the spirit. Yeah. And it says, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit against the flesh. You know, I believe it says it in Matthew. It's like the flesh, um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. Doing what is right is always the hardest. Doing the will yeah. of God, it's our flesh doesn't want to do that. You know, yeah. it's a sinful nature. It never wants to do the things of God. But in order to walk in the spirit, if we literally look a couple more verses down, Apostle Paul said, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with yeah. its passions and desire. So to in order to, to put these sinful desires gone, and it's to crucify them on the flesh. It's denying ourselves constantly. You know, uh, Jesus said, if any man desires to come after me, mm-hmm. you know, in order, and to become a disciple, it says, let him take, yeah, up, his take cross up his cross and follow him. You know, that's the Christian walk, yeah. a walk of self-denial, a walk of saying no to the world. And and it's to please God. It's to live a life pleasing before him and a life of freedom. Mm-hmm. Because many times we uh, open yeah. the doors to the enemy. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Like um, pleasing unto God. That's yeah. that's I think that's one of my my biggest prayers ever since I was a little girl was like, Lord, I want to do your will. Yes. I want to please you. I want your desires to be my desires. I want um, your 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 plan for me to be fulfilled. Like that's what I want. I yeah. want to know your heart and know God's heart. Just like, just make that your prayer. Yes. Like, just want to know the heart of yeah. of the Father, the heart of the Creator, yeah. the 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 heart of of the Creator of this universe, and and Come just on. put yourself, incline yourself to listen to him, to listen to his spirit, to listen to his instructions, his direction, um, to want to get to know his voice. Um, That's one also a big thing. When we don't know the voice of God, um, then it's hard for us to even know what we need to let go and Mm -hmm. what, what, like, that's where we receive our instruction. Mm -hmm. That's where we receive um, everything that, that we need to, to, to maintain ourselves pure in, in the eyes of God. And, and to want what he wants because yes. if you don't share with him if you're not in communion with him how are you going to know what he wants for Come you on. how are you going to know his desires how are you going to know um um the will the will that he has for you in this right earth? so yeah yeah and, and in the word of god i believe we know the ways of the lord like the thoughts of god his character his character his attributes mm-hmm. you know like in like As his disciple yeah we mm-hmm. want to do that yeah. yeah and like david the psalmist says like creating me a clean heart god you know, that should be our desire daily. God created me a clean heart. Like, whatever is not of you in my life that doesn't mm-hmm. please you, like, get it out of me. Like, I just want to do your will. I just want to please you. I just want to walk in, in holiness. You know, the, I walk want to walk in purity. The Bible says that the pure in heart will see the Lord. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I want you to, you know, just if you want to just pray for everyone that are watching, listening to us right now through YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if they need healing in their life, you know, the same healing power that came in your life to touch their lives and and, and heal their body and or people that are dealing with low self-esteem, you know, yeah. or something that you want to tell them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. Um, man, just know that that you have a father up in heaven who is who wants the best for you that wants you to draw near to him so he can reveal himself to you in yes. such an amazing and powerful way like never before but you just have to be willing you just need to draw near to him you need to seek him you need to you, you if you seek you will find yes. if you ask the door will be open so you just need to um stay connected with him in every moment so I just pray for everyone right now who is watching me um, that you may receive your healing, that you may walk by faith, 
um, and not by sight that your circumstance, um, uh, yes, it is our reality, but we do not conform to that. We want more of God. We want more of Christ and we want Christ to be revealed um, in our lives. So I pray right now that he is revealed in your life like never before, that you may see his miracle hand um, working in your life at this moment and that if it's not instant may you stay steadfast and stay close be persistent in the walk be persistent in the process that God wants for yeah. you and God has for you for you then to speak into the nations and declare the goodness of God and proclaim his goodness his goodness like never before for others then to be saved so I bless your life and I pray that and I pray that any person who is dealing with low self-esteem as well may see themselves as God sees them as their father who created them in heaven the um the one who knew you before you were in your mother's womb that you may see yourself as he sees you that you may um live a life that is pleasing unto him that your mind that your thoughts may not take over and may not be of this world that wants to say contrary to what he has called you to be in the name of jesus that you are set free right now from any from any thought that you may be set free right yes. now from any from any um um emotion that there may be in uh, emotional intelligence right now um in the people's hearts my lord um and i pray father that you may wrap their love around you that the word may become so true right now that they may live may become alive in them because your word is life father your word is life your word is life so i pray life to every person who has joined us in this um time this podcast in the name of jesus amen amen awesome thank you for coming through oh my gosh this is awesome yeah you were like i'm I was not so gonna, nervous you were like i'm not gonna say a lot in this podcast i think I we did like 15 yeah, minutes right now amount. we did a good amount yeah no but that's awesome i think people were definitely blessed with with this podcast you know um any last words you want to say to anyone watching no, no? let's do it again yeah <laughs> let's do it awesome. again awesome no i want to thank you for coming thank um you. you and your brother your whole family love them very much um and yeah if you're watching us through youtube um don't forget to subscribe share leave a comment leave a like um if you're watching us through spot or listening to us through spotify or apple podcast make sure to follow it share it with someone yes. and you know help us reach a thousand subscribers we're on our way there so yes click the subscribe awesome. button you know and help us make his name famous which is yeah, jesus let's do it let's so. do it spread all these podcasts they've been amazing they've been edifying to my life awesome. i've seen them all i love them all thank you so go watch them if you haven't <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right guys so i'll see you guys on next week's podcast and just praying you have a blessed week ahead of you in jesus name amen <laughs>